Howdy, howdy, ho. Welcome to Family Mission Podcast. Spellman's here with you, along with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mark, Kimberly, Sam, and Dan. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're so glad that you're joining us today. And yes. We, uh, we just love coming to you each Friday. Now, you may not be listening to this on a Friday, but we, we release a new episode every Friday. And so we just so want happy to Friday. Happy, happy Friday. Friday. It's always a Friday That's when you're right. listening to our podcast. And we don't have to wait till Easter to have Good Friday. That's right. Every Friday should be a good Friday. Every Friday is a good Friday because Sundays are coming, right? And every day should be a good day because this is a day that the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad. Amen. There's something about waking up to new mercies. New mercies. You know, just not just a, a forgiveness of what was yesterday, but a complete cleansing and a fresh new innocent fresh start to each new day it's just a gift from god i always like to say this the present is actually a gift that's why they call it the present that's why they call it the present the present present amazing (laughs) absolutely amazing right there (laughs) so open the gift of now of now so thank you for taking the time. We know that your time is very valuable, and you could be doing a lot of things, but mm-hmm. you've pushed a play button or um, found our podcast maybe by accident, and you decide, oh, I'll check this out. So thank you for checking us out <laughs> oh, welcome. today. That's welcome, right. welcome, and welcome to just around our table, because what um, you're going to find in this lovely podcast is just all of us sitting around a table having a conversation, and we hope that our conversation sparks your conversation Mm -hmm. with the Lord and um, that the Holy Spirit will prick something in your heart that will um, help you, that will lead and guide you into truth today. That's right. So I had it on my heart that what we would do just in our conversation, I don't think we'll anyway be able to get to all this today well one other thing before we get right into it and jump right into the deep end of the table um we um want to let you all know that we love your feedback that's right hello 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 say everybody say feedback 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 and so um if you are listening today and you know us um personally you can text us you can um go to our facebook page and message us or you can simply send us an email at spellmanministries at gmail.com and you can give us feedback Mm -hmm. you can send us questions you can give us praise reports in fact um each one of us as you all know um or maybe if you don't know let me just tell you each one of us we do a family um podcast on friday but on tuesday um i do crowned in his glory uh podcast and that is a podcast specifically for women and then on wednesday samuel releases roar um, revealing roar. Roar, roar, revealing our amazing Redeemer. That is an awesome podcast yeah. for um, his generation and, well, any generation, but it's really uh, focused on um, those that are, are around his age. And then um, Mark does a podcast on Thursdays. Um, those are released on Thursdays, and they're a podcast for men, Marksman. That's right. And then aiming your life at Christ likeness. Okay, there you go. You're a marksman. Men, you're marksmen. That's right. And then um, on, of course, Friday, which is today, we sit around the table as a family and really focus on um, family mission. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so as a family, you know, we're going to find out that one by one, we're going to, we're going to discover different promises in the word, mm-hmm. you know, promise of a good marriage, promise of provision, promise of protection, promise of direction, wisdom, promise of destiny and calling and grace on your life. And it all, doesn't matter the generation you're in on all of this. Amen. And so these promises, however, if you haven't found out, you will find out soon the enemy of our soul does not just roll out the red carpet and say, <laughs> welcome to your destiny. Have <laughs> it. You can have it. Exactly. Right here. It's yours. Here you go. No, the Bible says, in fact, let's let's begin um, our conversation today. Let's actually go to Ephesians 6. Um, and it just talks about the reality that we have to be willing to to be strong in the Lord, that we're going to have to realize there is an adversary um, and that we, you know, not only can we recognize what God's will is and see what God's will is, then to pursue it, we're going to have to inevitably press through resistance. Well, and I I know that you're going where you're going, but I, I think it's interesting because so many times we think, that um, we're just dealing with natural things, mm-hmm. and something happens, and we're 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 looking at it the in the present in the natural. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Scripture says that he, uh, the devil, is like a roaring what lion. lion and what lion. is he doing? He's seeking whom he may devour. Uh oh. So does that say he has to devour us? Nope. Does it say um, he he he? You know, it, to me, that says, um, no, he may, but he's not gonna. I'm going to say I'm a may not. I'm a may not. How about you join us here today? You say, I'm a may not. I'm a I'm may, may not. not. <laughs> he may not. He may not devour me. He may not devour me. So that means that I have to be aware. Mm-hmm. And I think that's some of what we're going to get into in this discussion today yeah. is that we can live our lives based on a um, a, a defensive, 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 defensive mm-hmm. place, or we can live our life on offensive. That's right. And that defensive also can be a, a reactive. A reactive. Yeah. You know, yes. That's, that's another word. You know, not maybe not where you feel like you're just boxed in, but you're just reacting to stuff. You're not yeah, ahead. All the time. You're not planning ahead. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you've got a grasp on what tomorrow holds in any mm-hmm. stretch. You know, and, and the Lord wants us prepared. God has a plan. He has a way. You know, He didn't just make the universe out of chaos. Mm-hmm. He has a very strict, orderly way mm-hmm. of life. And that way of life, you know, can be discovered and can be attained. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes with like what you're saying. It's it's an offensive way of living, not in the sense of where you're just aggressive. It's, in, it's intentional. But it's intentional. That's right. It's intentional. You know, because we don't want to just be uh, with the sail up, just kind of drifting wherever the winds are blowing us. We want to put a motor in the water and we want to. We want to direct our affairs. We want to direct, you know, our life, our marriage, our family. And so here in Ephesians But at the same time, I want to just say this, but at the same time with that, you know, one of our spiritual um, papas, um, Papa Ron Smith, used to say, keep your spirit as light as a feather. Now, 
There is a difference between keeping your spirit as light as a feather and what you just said. Yeah, because one is allowing the winds of this world to blow yes. you versus the wind of the spirit. Which means we have to be built up and mm-hmm. strong in our spirit. Our spirit has to be, we have to be so in tune with with the Holy Spirit. What do I mean by in tune? I mean, when you take an instrument um, and you go to, you know, play it, if it's out of tune, it is terrible. Mm -hmm. I think, too, a great representation of this, we're talking about getting in tune. When I was in high school, we did, I was in concert band. (laughs) And in concert band, you know, if you've ever seen like a live orchestral performance, typically what they'll do, not that the instruments aren't already in tunes, typically uh, as a person, you know, the person will, you know, tune their instrument when they put it together because a lot of instruments in their cases that come in pieces, you put them together, and then you know, they... and then they tune them, mm-hmm. you know, respectively in a, a private setting. But then whenever you come together and you're Hello. about to have a concert, mm-hmm. they will all tune to one instrument. So one instrument, you know, will tune in private, mm-hmm. right? You think about Christ. Yeah. He was attuned, you yes. know, as the first man, the firstborn among many brethren. Mm-hmm. And then... Everyone else tunes to that person. We tune to him. Not just to the note, but they mm-hmm. tune to that person. Yeah. And I think that even is a different representation in our homes. Yeah, we can all maybe be in tune, yeah. but if we're all in tune with Christ, yeah. then we'll all be in tune with each other. That's you know, right. Instead of having to try to work, well, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm playing a B flat. And the guys, well, well I'm, <laughs> I'm playing, playing a, a C. Exactly. <laughs> and different instruments, whole nother fun little music yeah. lesson, different instruments actually tune you know, the note is a different note. Yes. So for like, you know, you deal with B flat for a clarinet, it's not going to be B flat for a trombone. Hello. Right. Every right. It's going to be different notes. So just, there's a lot of complexity in that. So, but let me but connect this to what Kim had, exactly. your mom Please just connect, said. Connect this to what <laughs> we're saying here. Because, <laughs> she, you know, I brought up the fact that, you know, if you just allow life to blow you around, you know, and it, adversity, circumstances, because a lot of people live that way. Mm-hmm. They just try to see, they see what's happening and then they see, oh, well, God, what are you saying? Because they assume everything that's happening is God's will. Uh-oh. Everything that develops is just God's will. So then they just try to make sense of circumstances and see, therefore, life is just like a wind, just blowing them this way, blowing them that way. But what you brought up, sweetheart, was something way more intimate. And that's in our walk with the Lord. That's our spirit being attuned to Christ, like Sam just you know illustrated. And that allows us to catch that that still small voice that yes. that breath of god that wind of god not the winds of this world that blow us to and fro Mm-mm. but that wind that breath that breeze from heaven that we'll be able to tune into and catch okay i see this happening in my life but god what are you saying That's god right. what what is your will for my mm-hmm. life um and so we have to learn to press into that well and i think that the 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 latter part of what we're saying it all goes back to you know the devil is the enemy he's roaring he he's 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 roaring when you think about a lion roaring i mean and it says it's it's like mm-hmm. he comes up he, he didn't is, say he was a lion he didn't say he was a lion it says he is like yeah. he is he is he is, so if you look at the behavior of a lion what happens they they they're they're always constantly looking mm-hmm. looking for prey 
looking for prey. Who who can I get? And they, you know, they're they're trying to find one isolated. Yes, and they're and and so one vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They prey on the old and the kids. They do not. <laughs> they're not uh, Mama. no moral compass on them, dudes. <laughs> okay, so, so but but listen listen to what just was spoken. They prey on the the vulnerable. Yeah. What does the enemy do? He preys on the vulnerable. So if we are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, mm-hmm. if we are living life where our spirit, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, when he can speak to us, he can move us, he can shift us, we can avoid so much of being a prey yeah. for the enemy. Amen. We can we can be so ahead of the enemy. And that's that's one of the joys of praying in the Holy Ghost and contending in in the Holy Ghost with with the help of the Spirit. And and all of this is about spiritual warfare. Yeah. All of this is about a place and a way to live. Because if we're living non-vulnerable mm-hmm. to the attacks of the enemy, he can't come in. Mm-hmm. He can't, because he, he's seeking whom he may right. devour. That's but 1 if, Peter if, 5, 7, if you want the If, if you it. said... Earlier, I'm undevourable. Yeah. Okay? I'm undevourable. I am undevourable. I'm a may not. I'm a may not. Say that (laughs) 10 times. Undevourable. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Um, No, but seriously, if if he may not come, because he's not going to find... Vulnerability on our yeah. part, and and there's a there's a very fine line in this, and this is just something that's kind of raised up in, in my heart is, you know, you can be undevourable under the the idea that well God's just going to cover me, mm-hmm. and there's a difference between being undevourable because someone's covering you, or being undevourable in your own strength with the Lord, in your own mm-hmm. walk with the Lord. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I, I can trust the Lord to do things. And I can trust his grace and his mercy. But there is God-given exactly mm-hmm. responsibility, and there is God-given authority yeah. to man on the earth. It is just it's spiritual law that, that we have. Jesus said, whoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Whoever sins you hold, they are held. That is a huge mm-hmm. responsibility as people. And then he says to the degree that you judge you Uh-oh. will be judged. That is not, God's just going to judge you based only on me. No, he says based on the degree that you judge. Mm-hmm. In other words, the ball's in our court in a lot of areas, and the devil, again, what does the devil do? He intimidates and makes us think, well, I don't have I don't have the ball in my court, it's it's over there. Or, or we begin to defer and deflect out of fear, again, of the roar of the lion. Mm-hmm. There's a fear that might come upon Right, dealing with the spirit of fear, dealing with the the antichrist, the spirit of this age that's trying to suppress, intimidate, yeah. and come against us. You know, it's very easy to deflect, to take instead of owning. Okay, this is an area that we just I need to step up in this. God, you've given me grace, you've given me your word, you've given me your Holy Spirit. Let's mm-hmm. conquer today. Let's get through today, not responding, but actually dominating, conquering, mm-hmm. taking each step with intentionality. That's a different mindset than, well, God, I, I hope you have my back because, man, I'm just <laughs> I'm getting scared over here. Yeah. And you see, there's a different reactive reaction and there's a different place we can it's a come different from. Perspective, OK, yeah. so let's look at yeah. the scriptures we were going to get in in regards <laughs> to all of this to give some s- s- 
scriptural reference to what yeah. we're just having discussion on. That's right. Well, there's a couple of them. Again, I wanted to start with Ephesians 6. And I, Dan, if you'll pull that up, Ephesians 6. Yeah, and but, we're not going to read a whole passage, just a couple verses. And then we're going to pick up some verses in the Old Testament, which will kind of highlight what Sam was just talking about, the difference between, you know, is God just my, uh, am I just under his shade tree or do I have something to do and he's going to do it with me? So we'll, we'll get into that in just a minute. But let's start in Ephesians 6. Dan, if you'll just read verses 10 through um, 13, 10 through 13. Okay. In conclusion, <laughs> that means... I mean, there was something prefacing that, which you should probably check out. (laughs) (laughs) Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. In In the power of his boundless might, put on the full armor of God, for his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armored soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not only against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in this heavenly supernatural places. Amen. There- so... So we can just stop right there. So like you were saying, sweetheart, um, this isn't just a natural battle. Right. We're not. One of the key things in that passage is this. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Uh, Our enemy is not flesh and blood. That's right. But our enemy wants us to keep Mm -hmm. focused on flesh and blood, because if we're focused on flesh and blood, we don't call him out for who he is and where he is. And he he escapes scot-free. Hello. <laughs> it's like you know. It's like you're dealing with the the dude, the puppet master almost. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You might there might be a response that you see some things dealing with, but you want to go right for the you know the mm-hmm. intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. You might be dealing on you know foot on the ground with the soldier in front of you, but it's not the soldier you're fighting. You're fighting mm-hmm. the general who's back in a tent trying to deal with some <laughs> stuff. That's who you're really dealing with. And again, even to what we were talking about earlier, being you know ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. In verse eleven, this just highlighted to me when it says put on. The full armor of God mm-hmm. it says, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against. You may be able to yeah. stand up against. It doesn't that's say right. that that's that's something that we are personally doing. That's Amen. a battle we are dealing with. We Again, have a part to play. We, we have do. a part to play in that. That's and, us standing up. And I love how um, it says that because it makes me think about partnership. Mm-hmm. Because in that, I have a part to play. In partnership with the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, and so that partnership is what, you know, <laughs> he, he's looking for us. What, what, what does that partnership mean? Well, and you may be sitting today listening and you're going, but I don't know the first thing about what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to start. Well, let me tell you, simply just say, Holy Spirit... I want to work in partnership with you in this area and in this area of my life. Teach me. Yeah. Train me. Show me. Yeah. And he will. I promise you he will. He will not fail you. He will work in partnership with you. if You simply just ask. Amen. Amen. And so this whole chapter, um, 
again, is just giving us light that there is a conflict. There's a spiritual conflict. And so if we're going to have a a family that's successful, if we're going to have a marriage that's successful, if we're going to have a life that is successful, then we cannot ignore the fact that we're in a battle. Mm Mm-hmm. And somebody might be saying, well, Jesus won, you know, the, he did win. He did. But we have to enforce that victory. Come on. Because See, that's, there that's is good. a rogue spirit that is preying on people's ignorance. Ignorance of that <laughs> defeat. Ignorance, ignorance of bliss. that victory. Okay. It's not bliss. Okay. No. Ignorance is not bliss. I have My to people say this. perish for a lack of okay. knowledge. Years and years ago, when we first got into ministry, we went to um, a really awesome um well, it was an accounting seminar, and it was four ministries. We still are, use the their products to this day. But we were sitting in a seminar, and one of the things that they said with and, – and they were using this in the uh, whole arena of the IRS. Yeah. And they say, ignorance is no excuse. <laughs> you can't claim ignorance and and get away with it because they're going to say no. <laughs> you should have known. You should, you should have, have known. known. <laughs> don't get in the arena unless you know what you're getting into. And Jesus Himself taught, yes. "Don't go to war." Luke 14, He Ooh. says, "Consider the cost, count That's the cost. <laughs> don't go to battle until you have looked at the full cost of what this is going to, the kind of investment I'm going to make, the sacrifice I might have to make. It may cost me my life if I'm a soldier. Yeah. You know, you don't sign up to be a Marine. I love a billboard out here on I-60. It says, we don't take application. We take commitments. Whoa. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so when you sign up to be a Marine, you realize you sign up to give your life and it may cost you your life and to those who sign on that dotted line that's the highest honor that they actually laid their life down for the duty of their country or their duty of their patriotism but here's what we're talking about as soldiers of the cross soldiers of the lord and this warfare we just read about christ in ephesians 6 this this conflict that we're in we have to know this is what we signed up for when we said jesus is Lord. It's kind of like um, I played football growing up and I was a running back. You know, it was funny how popular I became when I got the ball. <laughs> when I got the ball, man, all 11 dudes on the other side of the line, I was popular. Everybody was after you me. You were Everybody. the target. I was the, oh, yeah, I guess that was the word. I was a target. <laughs> You were popular. Yeah. Oh man, they all like me. <laughs> they all want to cut want what you have. Yeah, well, that's exactly uh, right. Hello. And the very same thing is true that when we receive eternal life, when we receive forgiveness, and we're washed in the blood, and we we've been handed the the word of God, we begin carrying that with our life, and we carry it in our soul. We become a target. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just reality. Well, We're the enemy a wants to take, mm-hmm. he wants to take that, strip us of that word, mm-hmm. and he wants to devour us. Yeah. But make no, make no mistakes, his end result is he wants to kill you. Yeah. He's that's not, right. yeah. <laughs> the know. devil's, yeah, this is two things, and that the devil's not playing games. Mm-hmm. You know, the enemy's not playing games. He is malicious mm-hmm. and evil, but, you know, Jesus has a plan. God's wisdom and strength and grace is infinitely times more than what the devil has. But like you said, that ignorance. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever we receive Jesus, yes, there is salvation, 
but that salvation leads unto godliness. Amen. You know, you read and throughout the epistles, throughout the New Testament, it's not just stopping with, okay, I'm saved from hell. But no, there is a full-on life that's lived. There's a change in habits. Mm -hmm. He said, be holy as I am holy. Jesus said, if you abide Mm -hmm. in John 17, if you abide in my words and my words abide in you, then my Father and I shall make our... Right? So there's this realization that it's the abiding. It's the the daily living of staying in that place, contending in that place. Mm -hmm. That's where the, 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 the grace comes. That's where God's... You know, it's different than just a one-off, okay, I you know, I checked the box, I prayed my prayer, I'm saved, you know, now I can go back to whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. No, like you said, Jesus becomes Lord. Yeah. He's not just Savior, but He becomes Lord. He is King, He is ruler, He is a leader of military. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole, that's all, that's all wrapped up in that Lordship, and that's something we need to know. We have to know that. And let me, you brought up earlier, Sam, about the importance of the fact that, you know, when we're in this warfare, we're in this uh, conflict, that sometimes, you know, we have to maybe deal with something that's right in front of us, but we're going for something much bigger. We're going, we want to get that general in the tent, you know, that's because that's where all the orders are coming from. That's the command center. Well, let's kind of flip that around just so that we understand why. Why does the enemy come against us? Why is it when I gave that analogy about the football, I get the football, now all of a sudden there's a target on my back. Why is it when we say yes to Jesus, why does that put a target on our back? It's because the enemy, Lucifer, from the very beginning, has rose up in conflict against God. And he's actually after him. And his only way to get to him is through us. So that's why we... As, as Christian people, as Christian families, having a Christian marriage, you know, trying to make our home a, a godly home and, and garden, we become adversarial to him, and really we become the way he can affect God. And so he comes after us. He comes after our marriage. He comes after our finances. He comes after our health. He comes after our children. Like you said, there's no mercy. I mean, they just, they go after the vulnerable. They go after the old. They go after the young. There is just no mercy in that realm. And I, when I first got saved, one of the guys that was discipling me, his name was Ricky Fife, and Ricky would uh, teach us the Bible stories, and he would just make the Bible come alive. And I just, um, I just love, love, love uh, what he poured into my heart those years. And so he used to always give this little analogy when when talking about like temptation, which is the enemy's approach to our life. That's right. You know, when he comes in, he doesn't always just put on a red suit and a pitchfork and then come in and ring your doorbell. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. no, he's the Bible says we just read it. We must be aware of his schemes. Schemes. So notice it's not we're not resisting the power of the devil. We're resisting the schemes and the trickery of the devil. But here's what Ricky would say. He would say, "Listen, guys, all the enemy will ever do is ask you for a ride." You know, what's what's the harm in just giving somebody a ride? He's just going to ask for a ride. He goes, but make no mistake, his intention is to, to drive. drive. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't that cool? That's, because that's, that's really good. Because that's the innocence of, well, you know, I can just kind of let this 
thought in my mind. I can hold on to this hurt. I can hold on to this uh, grudge, or I can hold on to this. You know, or I can. You I'll know, forgive him, but I won't forget. Or I can. You know, you, know? you can. You can look and ponder it. And I was just looking. You know, get on the internet and search things. You know, I didn't have well, no affair. Movie, it just had a I little bit of looking. cussing in it. Exactly. That movie just had a little bit of this and all these little things we can allow the enemy to just kind of get a ride and just get a ride in our thoughts, catch a ride in our feelings, catch a ride in our emotions, but make no intention. Jesus said the enemy comes only for three reasons. John 10, 10. Why don't you pull that up, Dan? And, uh, John 10, 10. John 10, 10. And let's, uh, I can definitely quote it, but I wanted to give the reference and also want you just to hear it straight from the lips of Jesus. John 10, verse 10. The thief only comes in order to steal and kill and destroy. But I came that they may have life and have it in abundance to the full, to the fullest till it overflows. Amen. 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 So we want to li- we want to kind of end today's conversation on a high note because uh, of necessity we have to realize we have an opponent. And for a family to be victorious, for a family to overcome, we do have to realize we have an opponent, we have an adversary, and he's not playing games. Not what did that scripture games. say? He's just going to steal, kill, and destroy. That's it. That's, I mean, he may ask for the ride, but his intention is to steal, kill, and destroy. But, but, the, how, did, how did it end? Come on. How did it end? How did it end? <laughs> <laughs> What did he say, Dan? said, I came that they may have life and have it in abundance to the mm-hmm. fullest till overflowing. Amen. Overflowing. Bam. Bam. <laughs> overflowing. So that is Jesus' commitment to you and I so that when we stand up against our adversary, we recognize that he's trying to, to pull something on our family and put something in our home or our marriage or family cause or finances. Cause division. Cause division. Yeah. Uh, trying to mess things up at work. Whatever the case would be or in your family dynamics – realize we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. And we'll probably pick up more of this conversation next week as we go a little bit further talking about spiritual warfare. What does it look like? How do we separate flesh from the spirit? How is it that we, okay, it's not the flesh. What is spiritual warfare? Everybody uses that word. Yeah. Spiritual warfare. What does it mean? What does it mean? (laughs) And because it's been taken into the ditch, a lot of people pull back from it. And the enemy loves that. Oh, yeah, because then people don't want to get they don't (laughs) they want to run from it instead of realize what they truly possess as the authority that is in them as a believer. Yeah, that's right. And it's not about putting fatigues on and getting in a chopper and going up over to town. It is talking about, though, Genesis 1, take dominion. That's right. And, you know, God will show each and every one of us. That's right. Because, okay. Let, let me just say this because of something that Mark said. And it's not just. <laughs> All because of you. No. Yeah, I know. Activate. You're going to get an extra five minutes because something I said. Okay. No, I no, we love it. Sorry. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. No. Holy, Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Sorry. Okay. okay. So here's the thing. Mark said it's not just mm-hmm. going in a tro- chopper and going over. The high places. The high places. Though, Mm -hmm. if God has told you as an individual to do something in your region, do it. You better do it. Do it. But but see, here's the thing, is we have all... 
we've scripted. There you go. What what it looks like. And we have made formulas of what it. it looks like. Now, there are ancient landmarks that the word of God has given us for spiritual warfare. But how that is played out individually is individually as much as your thumbprint mm-hmm. is individual. So is the functionality of spiritual warfare. And here's the whole thing. Here's it all in a nutshell. If we are choosing to live our life full of the Holy Spirit, as light as a feather, where the Spirit can move you in any way, He's going to move you. So when we live in that place of fullness, if the Holy Spirit says, deal with this this way, Mm -hmm. deal with it that way. Because it's like the children of Israel, the first city they conquered, Jericho. Hello. I mean, that battle strategy was used one time. And but but people but but but, 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 but okay. So true. Here's the other thing. Hey, it is they didn't not, march around all the other okay. cities. We just opened up a fire hose, guys. <laughs> oh, right around the room. Okay, because I think this is so cost us. Yeah, this is important. This is cost families. You guys, I mean, those that are listening, I'm telling you, it's cost us. And the reason why it's cost us is because we have looked to to patterns that other people have done instead of look to the pattern of the word of God through the instruction of the Holy Spirit and the blueprint of heaven that he's given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got people right. we got people doing all kind of things that God didn't tell them to do and they are powerless and people see it. Yeah, exactly. And that powerless is it's a vulnerability and it breeds frustration mm-hmm. inside the heart because you think, well, I'm doing the thing. I'm spo- this it is worked what I'm, for them. It worked for them. I'm supposed to be doing this, right? Isn't this what I'm and then that frustration sets in the enemy loves to use that. Well, it's a way that he has devoured. Mm-hmm. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. First trick in the book, man. But, you know, I (laughs) think I I just want to, again, leave you with this today. And (laughs) that is that he will lead us and guide us. That's right. Into all truth, Mm -hmm. which means that he is the answer. Yeah. He is the answer. And, And I'll just say this to top it all off and put the cherry on top. That this also is applied not only in spiritual warfare, but it's also been applied to things like healing, mm-hmm. things like, um, you know, um, a faith walk, mm-hmm. intercession, a, a righteous, a righteousness and the fruit of the spirit walk. Promise I mean, of prosperity. All of these things, because here's the reality. Look in the Bible. I'll give you an assignment. Those listening. Look in the Word of God and discover how many times Jesus repeated a way of healing. <laughs> Did the same thing every time? Kaboom! Yeah. Did he? There's Did he? Not, there's not a lot of examples of it. Oh, you see him, he said, take up your bed and walk. Mm-hmm. He said, um, um, <laughs> He made you know clay out of the spit and wiped it on the guy's eyes to go wash in the pool. Yeah, he he said he, he, he said go to the priest and offer the 
thing that's, you know, for your cleansing? Yeah. And they healed as they went? uh, Yeah. Cleanse a leper, touch. I mean, all kinds of different ways. Lazarus, come Mm -hmm. forth, take off Mm -hmm. your your grave clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean, hello. But yet we we put the word of God in such a box. And we only do that because the world has put it in a box. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the reality of living free in him, reality of looking at the word of God and seeing it flourish in our life, live free in our life, um, it's something that I believe that we're coming in today, and I, and I say this from from the very depths of the spirit that's on the inside of me. We're living in days that we are all going to be able to live in that freedom. We're going to be able to live flourishing. We're going to be able to to live organically by the word of God. And we're going to see so many results, so many results. I mean, because it's going to be not by might, not by power, but it's going to be by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That's some, good, that's some good news. It is. That is good news. He has given us everything we need for life and godliness in Christ. Yeah. So we have the tools. It Absolutely. is available. So we want you to make sure you don't miss next Friday. We are going to jump right back into the the conversation and talk about spiritual warfare and get into some more details about how do we walk into it? What does it look like? If we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, then what are we wrestling against? And what you don't are want to miss wilds? it because Dan's going to tell us what spiritual warfare is. That's right. Are you ready, Dan? I guess so. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate all the time you guys spend clicking in and making it all the way to the end. We love you very, very much, and we will see you guys very soon. 